With the world becoming increasingly unpredictable when it comes to your family's health, proactivity is key. The Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit contains eight essential medications like ivermectin, amoxicillin, and z Rest easy knowing that their chief medical team, including Dr. Peter McCullough, stand behind every kit. Visit twc.health slash Prager. Use the promo code Prager for an exclusive 10% discount. Don't take chances. Secure your family's health today with The Wellness Company. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. You are listening to the best of the Dennis Prager Show. Hello, my friends. This is Thanksgiving, and I am broadcasting live. This is not a recording. This is not last year's or the years before. Maybe it'll be next year's. <laughs> Depends how, how good we all are. By, by we all, I mean myself, Sean the Magnificent. See, he's, he, he's not getting extra pay for coming in today. Neither am I, by the way. But I can give him glory instead of money. Now, you know you know how much coffee costs six glories. So, you know, <laughs> you tell them when you go anywhere tomorrow, I don't have any money for you, but I got a lot of glory. Welcome to the show. I'm Dennis Prager. The reason I broadcast on most of the national holidays is to honor the holiday. I come from a tradition wherein holidays come from the term holy days, and the purpose is secondarily not to work. Get it? The purpose is primarily to do what the day signifies. So that, for example, you should make a discovery on Columbus Day. Right? That makes perfect sense. On President's Day, you should, uh, you should, uh, you should, uh, yeah. Don't start me on President's Day. It's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving should be easily the most easily, most widely celebrated American holiday. If you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, there's something wrong with you. I'm so, I know, ah. Uh, and is he making a judgment? Yes. I am making a judgment. I, I am very open with you. Now, if you can't celebrate Thanksgiving because of some form of incapacitation or there is nobody to celebrate it with for whatever reason, that you're exempted. I'm talking about those of you who can celebrate the day and for reasons that I can't even begin to figure out are not. There can't be a religious objection to it. There can't be. What religion does not ask you to be grateful, right? So it can't, there can't be a religious objection. There can't be a secular objection. What secular argument would there be not to have a day to gather with people? It doesn't have to be family. It doesn't have to be friends. It could be people. We're having somebody over, for example, 
who just doesn't have family or friends in the Southern California area because the because he's a newcomer. So the it, it does, but he but he's celebrating it. He's going to have a good time. He's going to have a very good time. He's going to have such a good time. He may not leave my house, and that's going to be a problem. Wouldn't that be nice, by the way, if you could give your guests a uh, a little ticket saying what time the the events are over? Right? Wouldn't that be great? It is great to have you here until 9 o'clock. It's an honor to have you, but at 9 o'clock, bye-bye. Ciao, as they say in Europe. Well then, I do honor the holidays by broadcasting. And I come in, and Sean comes in, most of the time Alan comes in, and we do it out of love for the country. That's it. There is no other reason. There is no, is the word pecuniary? Ooh. There is no, no, there's no pecuniary reason. For some reason, pecuniary came into my mind as applicable, but we will check. What was that great line that uh, Freud, it's, I, I, I don't know if it's apocryphal, or it's actually happened, and in, in some of these cases it doesn't matter. But the story goes that a woman uh, to whom he gave psychotherapy uh, or, or advice, I don't know what it was, but she said, how could I ever thank you, Dr. Freud? And to which the answer is reportedly, ma'am or madam, ever since the Phoenicians invented money, there has been one answer to that question. Pecuniary. Okay, I knew how to I knew how to pronounce it. So that Pecuniary. is Pecuniary. It's entirely unhelpful. Entirely. It just disrupts the flow of the show. People are wondering if we're taking this thing seriously. And uh, and and then, and then I it was how do you know it was a good choice of words? What does the definition say? All right, I was totally right. Of or relating to or consisting of my... (laughs) That's that's correct. There is no pecuniary... I I get it. I hit it out of the ballpark. Whatever the metaphor is. I I, uh, got it into the goal. What did lacrosse people do? Get it into goals too? Yes, very good. It's a big deal, Thanksgiving. I am going to analyze for you a George Washington's proclamation, his Thanksgiving proclamation, and you will see what we should be as a nation. Just using Lincoln's proclamation of Thanksgiving, Washington's, but Washington obviously comes first and sets the idea out that America should step back one day that's why I'm very annoyed at those retail operations that will not honor the holiday. Look, I've, I've said this on many occasions. It's not a political show today, although who knows what will happen. But remember, big business frequently does not have conservative values. So it's a, it's a should never be confused with uh, 
values. That doesn't mean we don't need big business. One has nothing to do with the other. I don't react emotionally to the fact that I just stated to you, but it is still worth noting. Today should be truly a day wherein there is quiet except for those who are expressing their thanks. And there is this great existential, philosophical, cosmological I was going to say theological, but then that would be redundant if given the question. But there is the question is, if you don't, if you're not saying thanks to God, who to whom are you saying thanks? And I have an answer. I, I While it's set up to say thanks to God, it is. Because God is central to the American experiment. You remove God, uh, and eventually the American experiment will fail. And we will be Sweden West. Right Now, there are many people who want to be Sweden West. So what I just said hardly scares them. Indeed, it delights them. The prospect of being Sweden West, Schveria West, uh, is a very appealing one. Not to, not to yours truly, however. But it is an interesting question, nevertheless. To whom do you give thanks if you don't believe in God? Now, I do, obviously, so I give thanks to God. Now, I have, I have one answer that will surprise you. If you are an atheist or an agnostic, you should still say thanks to God. To which you will say, isn't that hypocritical? Are you, aren't you asking me to do something I cannot do? No. I believe that given the overwhelming significance of God to America, the indispensability of God to morality. If there is no God, there is no good and evil. There are only opinions about good and evil. You can act and should act as if there is a God. Tell me here, I'll give you an example. I will give you a perfect, I think a perfect analogy. In the vast majority of marriages, there are days when you are less in love or not in love with your spouse. But you still, if you are a good spouse and a mature and wise person, you will still act loving to your spouse. Is that hypocrisy? Well, I don't really feel it today. doesn't matter. It's still worth doing because behavior induces feeling. So if you have real difficulty with believing in God, you should still say a a statement of thanks to him. Yes. Now, if you don't want to, don't. I can't force you. But don't regard it as hypocrisy to do so. 1-8-Prager-776 on this Thanksgiving Day. We continue. Hello, my friends. Dennis Prager here, broadcasting on Thanksgiving Day. And the reason is a sense of patriotic duty. And as I know it sounds cornbally, corny, perhaps even nerdy. Does it sound nerdy, Sean? Does it sound corny? A little bit. A little. A little. 
little teeny, eensy, weensy, teensy, weensy, beensy bit. But that's the truth. Why else? I, again, holidays should be taken seriously. They're not just days off. That's the reason I do it. That's it. So I am putting my body where my mouth is. <laughs> what do you think of that phrase? I'm putting my body where my mouth is. I don't know. How, it, it's uh, it's a strange metaphor. It's like I'm putting my, what do you say? I'm putting my actions where my mouth is or something like that. All right. Just, uh, just forget that. And if this is ever replayed. Omit that section. Yeah, like putting my money where my mouth is. That's right. I'm putting my body. That's right. It was based on that pecuniary reference. (laughs) We're in a good mood today. If you're not in a good mood on Thanksgiving, it's a bad sign. It is a bad sign. So I was saying, who do you thank if you don't believe in God? Huh? You did pecuniary again? You had the computer say... Pecuniary. Oh, boy. Uh, he has a slight, slight case of OCD, Sean. It's a sort of a obsessive-compulsive disorder. It's a, it's a manageable amount, but nevertheless, it's there. We return to the Dennis Prager Show. So what if you don't believe in God? To whom do you say thanks? So my first argument is, thank him anyway. Just as I said, you, are, you act loving on days where you don't feel that much in love. With a spouse, or with a child for that matter. You know, you get sick of a kid whom you love, but do you stop loving the child? The fact that you don't feel something doesn't mean you don't act in a certain way. But let's say you can't. You are so absolutely convinced, which is a bit odd to me, there can cannot be a God. It's just impossible. So you still have a Thanksgiving, and you are just thankful. It is possible to be grateful without an object of your gratitude. All right? It is possible. It's and it's just it's just as beautiful to be grateful even if you don't have an object to receive your gratitude. And it's still worth expressing. One eight Prager seven seven six. I'm gonna analyze George Washington's proclamation, but I love to talk to you on these holiday shows. That's part of the highlight. And if you got in, stay on. Uh, let's go to Larry in New York City. Larry, happy Thanksgiving. Well, hello, Dennis, and how are you? I am very well, thank you. And thank you for having a live show. You're welcome. <laughs> I have to work all day, and here I am. You have to work all day? What I am you? thankful that you have a live show today. Yes, that's right. That's a very good response to my being thankful. But now there's a recipient, me. That's right. There you go. Anyway, you were talking about guests that don't leave. Yes, I was. You have a month of time on the invitation, quote-unquote. Yeah. Well, you don't know my mother-in-law. Oh, my goodness. How do you know I don't know her? Oh, you don't know her personally, thank goodness. Okay, go ahead. very annoying. Everywhere (laughs) she went. Anyway, one Thanksgiving, my family invited her over. She had no place to go, so she came to us. And there's about six of us all together, my my mom and dad, and... We had a great time. So every, every so often, one of the couple leaves, and, and then we left. And around 11 o'clock, I get a phone call. We're already in bed. My parents called me and said, your mother-in-law just left. I said, what? At 11 o'clock? It doesn't, 
She said, why don't we play a fast game of Scrabble? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh. Says, oh. My, my husband has to go to work tomorrow. I'm First sorry, of all, honey, wait a minute. Wait home. a minute. Wait a minute. There's, it's an oxymoron. There is no such thing as a fast game of Scrabble. Exactly. Now, another thing. My mother-in-law was so annoying that she lasted to almost 100 years old because <laughs> God didn't want her because she was so nasty, and the man downstairs wasn't taking applications. Wow. You really adored her. Uh, it was a relief when she passed away, really. I'm so, Every, oh, everyone I... breathed a sigh of relief. Really? Uh, that's sad, actually. It is sad. What did your wife think of her mother? It was it, it was two cats fighting all the time. Mom, don't say that. That's not right. Uh-huh. No, uh-huh. no, no. We're allowed to live like this. All because our house isn't... So, you're, so today you're going to be expressing Thanksgiving that she has gone to a better better place. And that we don't have to see her, and i got to work on my other job, too. I work for a kosher restaurant, and they're open today. Uh, so it's a Jewish mother-in-law. Yeah. Oh. Uh, no, no, it doesn't mean anything. I just thought I'd add that. You know, <laughs> if, you know, had you been Presbyterian, I would have said the same thing. Larry, <laughs> you're a good man. I thank you for calling. His Jewish mother-in-law stayed till 11 and then wanted to play Scrabble. Fast game of Scrabble. <laughs> it's like a fast game of baseball. <laughs> it's nine innings, folks, and it can go beyond that. Uh Anyway, the world is divided between two groups, those who love playing Scrabble and those who don't. I am in the latter group. Yes, I, I don't get anything out of it. The fa- that's very kind of you to say that I'd be good at it. I don't know. I don't think I'm any better at it than the... than Certainly, I'm worse at it than people who love to play it. I'll tell you what I am good at. There is one... There are two games I'm really good at. Hearts... And which which you need three other people. And I Doubt You, which is not its usual name, but I can't say its usual name on the air. You don't know I Doubt You? That, all right. One day, Sean. One day. It is Thanksgiving. I will take, oh, oh, oh. We had a question on the God question, but that person disappeared i really am going to get into this thanksgiving proclamation it's going to be very enlightening when you realize how far we have drifted from the intent of the people who founded this country but first glenn mills pennsylvania and sue hello sue dennis prager god bless you dennis for being on today thank you Uh, i i can't be more grateful to you and to god and i think america owes you a great debt of gratitude for your patriotism and what you've done with your new book, and um, I love it. I've given it to many friends, and um, I can't praise you highly enough for what you contribute to the country. And we'll, can I say something about the the guest leaving? Yes, issue? yes. Okay, Mother Angelica asked on EWTN, Eternal Word Television Network, was asked the question, and she said, "Just start discussing death and dying." That's good. If anybody, that's very good. And thank you for the beautiful comments. They mean a lot to me, as you know. Why do you have suggestions? What are your suggestions to helping the guests get the message? It's time to go home. Washington coming up. I'm Dennis Prager. 
broadcasting on this Thanksgiving Day, as I do virtually every Thanksgiving, and other holidays, because I think they need to be honored. Hi, my friends, and I do want to wish the very best for a healthy and speedy recovery to a dear listener, Jim Kent of Burbank, California. You have our prayers, sir. And I welcome you back. 1-8-Prager-776 is the number. 877-243-7776. I'm torn between the Thanksgiving proclamation of Washington and your calls, and I'll opt for calls uh, most of the time because it's great to talk to you on these holiday shows. I, I think it's a big deal. San Diego in, uh, no, no, that's hilarious. Instead of Ty in San Diego, I was going to say San Diego in Ty. <laughs> Hello, Dennis. Hi. Hi, Ty. Uh, question. I'm a religious man. I believe in God. But I've always had this philosophical question. Maybe perhaps you can guide me. Um, you know, we give thanks, of course, but at some level... We give thanks, but isn't it, our, isn't it God's duty to, to provide for us? So why do we give thanks? Uh, let me, let you me, you I, have I, a I, child, I, or, you know, you, you, you feed the child, you feed your pet, you know, you want to do the best for them, but then to ask for them, no, you have to thank me. Why do you have to thank them? The child did not, you know, request to be born well, into this world. Well, yeah. Why would you demand a thanks? Well, it's not so much that he's demanding thanks, it's that we demand of ourselves thanks. I don't think that Washington said God demands that we thank him. He felt incumbent upon us. It's a parent's duty to to provide room and board and many other things to a child, but a child who is not grateful to a parent for doing so is not not a good person. The purpose of gratitude is not because God then sits back in heaven and thinks, oh, God, what a great day. These Americans are thanking me. It's for us. It's, it's, it, we need to be grateful. He doesn't need our gratitude. Does the Bible refer to God requesting man to be grateful to him? Not that I am aware of. Okay. It's, uh, it, I, I'm pretty familiar with the Bible, uh, but where you shall, let's see. I thought there are some references. We're, we're supposed to atone for sins. That that's God demands. God's overwhelming demands in the Bible are that we treat our fellow human being decently. God is not preoccupied with how we treat him. He's God. It's if he's God, it, it, it I don't think it matters to him that much. So uh, I I I believe that that answers it. The purpose of gratitude is not. In the case of gratitude to God, the purpose that the founders of Thanksgiving in this country, Washington, and then redone in the more modern era, so to speak, or the later era by Abraham Lincoln, was not for God's sake. It's for our sake. And I mean that sincerely. I mean, this is, this is elementary stuff, that the purpose of expressing gratitude is to, in this instance, is to sharpen our character and is to make a better nation. I mean, even if you are an atheist, 
Do you not agree that America is would be a better nation if all Americans today did, in fact, say some form of thank you to God for what they have? If nothing else, for this country? I don't think that that's debatable, that it would be a better society if people did that. It was George Washington who first set up Thanksgiving, not God. That's that's the point. And he begins, to could segue into what he said, 1789, October 3rd, proclamation by the President of the United States, whereas it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God, to obey his will, to be grateful for his benefits, and humbly to implore his protection and favor. I will analyze those words. Get it? He's announcing it is the duty and notice of all nations. From the beginning, we believed that our value system should go to the world. Boy, have we drifted far from that. You are listening to The Dennis Prager Show on Thanksgiving. When it comes to your family's health, proactivity is key. With the world becoming increasingly unpredictable, you can't afford to take chances when it comes to your health. Introducing the Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit, the gold standard solution for your peace of mind. Inside, you'll find eight critical medications like ivermectin, amoxicillin, z and more, accompanied by a comprehensive and easy-to-follow guidebook empowering you to take back control of your health. From tick bites to COVID to extreme bioterror events, you're covered at any time. The Wellness Company's chief medical board is made up of none other than Dr. Drew Pinsky, Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Harvey Risch, and more truth-telling doctors who are committed to building a parallel healthcare system. This medical emergency kit will be your lifeline. Visit twc.health slash Prager. Use the promo code Prager for an exclusive 10% discount. Secure your family's health today with the Wellness Company's medical emergency kit. You are listening to the best of the Dennis Prager Show. Hello everybody, Dennis Prager here on Thanksgiving Day, broadcasting live. I have taken it upon myself to broadcast on most of the national holidays to help make them meaningful. And that is it. That's the only reason I believe that we have lost touch too often with the meaning of the holidays and we just regard them as days off or a day for a great meal. That's why I don't like calling it Turkey Day. Turkey Day, you see, I don't mind nicknames for perhaps some other holidays, The reason that I don't like that nickname is that it erases the whole purpose. Uh, He's he's flipping out today. Okay, are we done? Thank you. No, we're not done. That's what I was afraid of. One minute, folks. I'm just regaining my composure. Little exhale. Then you count to ten, right? Supposed to do it in Russian, because the Russians are passionate people. And they control their passions, therefore, by ten. 
All right, where was I? Yes, I was excoriating the use of the term Turkey Day because it erases the point of the day. It's to give thanks. So if it's called Turkey Day, then it's not a Thanksgiving Day. So just an example. And I wonder how many of you can, with good conscience and feel secure that your guests will be pleased, or at least not displeased, if you read the first sentence of George Washington's proclamation, which I read last hour and will read again, how would they, how would they react? It would be a good, a good conversation, which incidentally would be reason enough to do it, because there should be conversation about what Thanksgiving means on Thanksgiving. There should be conversation about what Memorial Day means on Memorial Day. But you have a particularly good opportunity on Thanksgiving since most people are either going somewhere or having people come to them. Right? Right. As in the case of my home. A lot of people coming over. Incidentally, since it's been on my mind so much, uh, a a colleague of mine was hurt uh, in an automobile accident. Totally not his doing, just the recipient of bad driving on another's part. But in any event, uh, Frank Pastore, my dear, dear colleague, is in the hospital, and I don't, I don't have any more information, but I, I send his family my heartfelt prayers. I, I've, I've just been thinking about him constantly. I mean, just to give you an idea, he has done two Prager University courses, uh, we did a public dialogue together on Judaism and Christianity, and he broadcast from the very same studio I do on a Christian station affiliated with my station in Los Angeles. And I, we're very close, so this has been a very painful uh, few days for me. I adore that man. He's a very, very special human being. So, uh, my thoughts are with him and his family on this day, and many of you know of whom I'm speaking. He was, I think, the, the religious broadcaster of the year for two years in a row. I mean, and not that awards tend to tell you anything, but he deserved them. All right, one eight Prager 776. I was discussing last hour the question of who do you say thanks to on this day, if you don't believe in God. And I say it's still worth saying it. Unless you feel you are completely rupturing your entire belief system and you're being a phony, I don't think you're a phony. You can say, look, God is central to the American experiment. That I don't happen to believe in God is my problem. And that's an honorable way of looking at it. But it doesn't mean it's ignored. It, it would be, I, I, here's an, a fairly good, not perfect metaphor. There are parents who give their children classical music lessons who, that is the parents, have zero interest in Mozart, Beethoven, Bach. Zero. But they know it's good they know it's a very good thing for a child to be taught the greatest music ever written. 
So it's a somewhat narcissistic view. Well, I don't believe in God, therefore, why would I take the, the proclamations of Lincoln and Washington seriously? That You're not the issue. The nation is the issue. The nation gives thanksgiving. As a member of the American nation, you can give thanksgiving to a God that you may not personally affirm. Now, if, if you can't, you can, all right? I'm not going to... Uh, not going to torture you into doing so, but I will. Uh, I will nudge you. That's correct. And you can express thanks that our founders were God believers, even if you are not, because it was that belief that gave rise to the freedoms and belief in human rights that you now enjoy. That's a good line. That I didn't come up with. I am to me by my wife. <laughs> well, we're in sync. No, no, it's it's a very big deal. And at worst, don't invoke God if you can't. If you really can't, it's worth finding out why you can't if you can't. Is it a psychological reason or is it really an intellectual reason? See, that's the thing. That's what you have to uh, figure out why it would be so upsetting to you to have this proclamation of Washington read. You know how you would rise in the esteem of people if they knew you're an agnostic and you still read Washington's proclamation? Because then you're saying, my own lack of belief does not in any way conflict with my role as an American to perpetuate this God that others do believe in and that the founders based human rights on. That's the noble way to do it. 1-8 Prager 776 is the number. And we go to uh, Caitlin in Sacramento. Hello, Caitlin. Hello, sir. Thank you for taking my call. It's an honor. Uh, I'm getting ready to uh, go to Thanksgiving with both of my brothers, including the one I told you about, the one who I bullied as a kid and has grown up to be a Marine sniper and is now home from his two tours. I don't know if you remember that. Yes, I do, and I remember the conclusion I drew was that how good it is to bully your younger brother. (laughs) I still can't get over that. I do not understand it, but... God works in strange ways. He does. He works in very strange yes, ways. Yes, yes. He's home from Afghanistan and uh, now going to college, and we're very proud of him. Indeed. And uh, so here's my question. It's a very heartfelt one. I'm sure you've been asked it before. But uh, my relatives are uh, very far left, atheist, agnostic. We love them. We enjoy them. We get along. But my great aunt, who's the matriarch, is uh, anti-God, anti-Christian, uh, to the point where... I've even said it just in general, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that's going on in your life. May I pray for you? And gotten a very strong, no, you may not, do not pray. So I just want to know, I would love to bring up this proclamation. I'm afraid of the reaction that I would get. Uh, She is three generations above me and the matriarch of our family. Um, I do not... Is Is she running the meal? Uh, it's her house. She's hosting Oh, uh, well, it. then, all right, so then she's running the meal, I, I assume, right? Uh, if It's yeah. usually the person, even if somebody else might be in charge nominally at the table, it's her house. 
So in yeah. her house, you know, when you play in my stadium, you play by my rules. Uh, I, there's not much you can do, but it is. It, it, look, especially you know, it's it's your aunt. She's she's obviously not a kid. Uh, I I don't know what to say. It would be nice if, for just historical reasons, if you could even perhaps say that. I'm not asking anybody to affirm what George Washington said, but just for historical reasons, wouldn't it be nice to know what the first proclamation was? Would that be uh, forbidden? Forbidden? Uh, I honestly do not know. Um, I can discuss it with my family on the car ride up. Yeah. We're about the only ones who would affirm God. Those in our carload would be... The well, well, look, you know, I always believe you acknowledge the elephant that is in the room. Say, look, I know nobody else believes this, but Washington did. Is, thir- is 30 seconds allowable to state the reasons he gave for Thanksgiving. Back in a moment. Hello, my friends. This is Thanksgiving, and I'm broadcasting live. My name is Dennis Prager, and if you are new to this program, how do I explain it? We talk about everything in life except for cooking, poetry, architecture. What was the fourth? There's always, if I always forget, gardening. Yes, gardening. Everything else, and I mean everything, we talk about. We have, we, I have very strong opinions. However, I'm very nice in expressing them. Very respectful of those who differ. I try to destroy them sweetly. I'm kidding. I don't. In fact, I don't even try to win. I try to clarify where we differ. That was just dark humor. I just want to make that clear to those of you who are newcomers. To you veterans, my theory is that the holidays need to be made meaningful, and therefore, it can't just be a day off, let alone, God forbid, a day to shop. That really bothers me. But even the ones that are opening are opening late tonight. Is that right? They're not opening during the day. Is there no, no big store is open today, correct, Sean? So this is the way they're sneaking in tonight at 9 o'clock or something? Most people, though, have their Thanksgiving meal in the afternoon, not at night. So I don't like the idea, but it's at least uh, some tacit affirmation of the sanctity, and yes, sanctity of the day. And I've been discussing to whom you give thanks if you don't believe in God. A, it's good to be thankful even if you don't believe in God, and B, I don't know why you would be against honoring what the purpose of the holiday were for, even though you can't personally or you choose personally not to believe in the object of that thanks. That's my argument. That is why, and if you can't, I am convinced. Look, like the last caller who said, what was it, that that her, if she says I'm praying for you to her aunt or aunt, if you will, she gets uh, annoyed is that unbelievable? People of various religions have said to me, not of my own religion, who have said to me, "Where I'm praying for you, you know, through whatever reason. I am not only not annoyed, uh, I am honored. What kind of obnoxious personality is it that a person would be annoyed if uh, you said in all sincerity, you know, now, if somebody said, I'm praying for you, 
uh, to believe what I well uh, that that I could understand. You know, I'm praying for you to believe what I believe. Then I'm I'm not annoyed by that, but I could understand. But if I'm praying for you just to have a good life, to be healthy, to recuperate from surgery, I don't I don't uh, I don't think it's right to get annoyed. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to more of your calls, Justin in Atlanta. Hi, Justin. Hey, Yes. Hello, Dennis. Thanks for taking my call. I do appreciate you. I, I wish you didn't have to work. I wish all of America could be off on all of our holidays. Um, that's just my belief, and I appreciate your staff doing all this. Well, um, I want most people not to work today. My work, though, is different. So my work is a way of making the holiday more meaningful. So therefore, I've taken it upon myself. But any, anyway, I just wanted to, I don't want most Americans to work today. I and want I them honor, to make the day meaningful. And I honor and do appreciate what you do, and I'm sure everybody else does as well. Um, I do agree mostly with what you're saying, although I'm, a, I'm more so center-left. I'm kind of a liberal. I, I just want to explain myself just briefly. I, don't, I, I think gays should be able to get married if they want, I, but I don't, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with abortion, but... God allowed Cain to kill Abel, and if and I think that's a whole human rights issue. I don't agree with that either, but if people want to do it, I don't know. I kind of want to leave them up to them. But as far as the whole um, uh, praising God, now my thing is, is I, I think people in general should be thankful. Now, what they should, who they should be thankful to, I think is up to them. Like if they want to, if they're pagan, or if they like to be thankful to an effigy, or... Um, if they polyistic beliefs or monotheistic beliefs, I don't think it really matters um, as long as they're thankful, and that's just really how I feel about it. Okay, I appreciate that. I said pretty much the same. I said I want people to be thankful first and foremost. Even if there is no object of your gratitude, it is good for us to be grateful. It is not only good for us, but uh, I, I have an entire video on, on this at PragerUniversity.com where they're very professionally done, five-minute courses. And I have one on gratitude because it's the most important trait a human can have. And I'll tell you exactly why. You can't be happy without gratitude, and you can't be good without gratitude. What's more important than happiness and goodness? Nothing. There's no close third or close second. So if one trait is essential to the two most important things you can be in life, then it's pretty darn essential. That's how important gratitude is. You can't be happy without it. You can't be good without it. You know any, you know any good people who are in, ungrateful? I mean, it's almost absurd. And everybody has reason to be ungrateful. Everybody. Let's be honest. Nobody's had a, a life without tough stuff in it. Some have more than others. There's no question. So you essentially choose, and I'm not talking about extreme, extreme situations, although I will say, even in extreme situations, not every extreme situation, there are some, you know, such horrific ones in history that you can't ask somebody being tortured to death to have a sense of gratitude, but most of us do not fall into that category. But I'll never forget, years ago, I had a man on my show, happened to have been a practicing Mormon. He was quadriplegic. He was wheeled into the studio, could uh, could speak and move his head, and that was it. 
And the man radiated, uh, he might be even be listening. And he uh, radiated a, a joy and a gra- gratitude in life that a lot of people who uh, use their limbs don't have. Gratitude, like happiness, like goodness, is choice. That's the, it's an underlying belief of my program and of my life. You choose, including, incidentally, I think people choose whether or not to believe in God. I don't believe that the average atheist uh, has been overwhelmed by the data and has therefore concluded purely on rational grounds that there can't be a creator. I don't believe it. I've never met one. Even though many will use intellectual arguments, I think there is an element of choice. Why people make that choice, as as I believe, by the way, a lot of people who believe in God have made the choice to believe in God. I don't think that they sat down and read uh, great uh, defenses of God's existence. Uh, Happiness is a choice. Goodness is a choice. What you do today on Thanksgiving is a choice. Whether you will have five minutes of talk about thanks at your table is a choice. It's a choice I would hope you would make. That's the point of Thanksgiving, to give thanks. You are listening to The Dennis Prager Show, live on Thanksgiving. To be thankful for, I've got eyes to see with. Who am I enjoying here? I, I know this voice. It's driving me crazy. Bing Crosby? That's what I thought. I mean, it's... I think it is. You know, you sound hand here, and we'll find out. I love doing that. Do you have it? you have it? iPhones don't have sound hand. Is there sound hand now on iPhones? Yeah? Welcome to the show... Broadcasting live on Thanksgiving to help make your day more meaningful. Not to imply that it isn't already, but I'm trying to increase the amount of it. And I'm thinking, for example, of all of you, most of the time women, who are now listening to me while preparing the turkey and the 17 trimmings. So, hi. Hi there. Hi. Good to see you. You know how many women I'm with now? I mean, think about it. All right, we won't go there. Sean, the look you gave me was so lascivious. You want to look that one up, too? This is a word a day for Sean. Uh, Today was pecuniary. The other day, it was uh, automobile. Pecuniary. That's right. Very good. This is Lincoln, 1863. By the President of the United States of America, a proclamation, the year is drawing towards its close, has been filled with the blessings of fruitful fields and healthful skies. To these bounties, which are so constantly enjoyed that we are prone to forget the source from which they come, others have been added, which are of so extraordinary a nature that they cannot fail to penetrate and soften even the heart which is habitually insensible to the ever-watchful providence of Almighty God. How's that for a challenge to atheists, huh? From Lincoln. Read that for your aunt, Caitlin, in Sacramento. 
tell her Dennis sent you. That'll be your last uh, Thanksgiving with her, so maybe you should. But listen to this. Listen to this. It's uh, Again, it's so powerful. We are prone to forget the source from which they come. Others have been added which are of so extraordinary a nature that they cannot fail to penetrate and soften even the heart which is habitually insensible to the ever-watchful providence of Almighty God. I am going to touch you people who are even hardened in your hearts towards acknowledging a supreme being. This is Lincoln. And I am sure that Caitlin's aunt likes Lincoln. Who doesn't like Lincoln? Well, they certainly existed then. That's why he was murdered. The best get killed. You know that? That's just the truth. The worst kill the best. I am convinced that part of the problem of humanity is that that has happened so often in history that the evil procreate more than the good because they got rid of so many good people. One of the terrible problems of, of evil is that that happens. The best get, uh, get wiped out. In the midst of a civil war of unequaled magnitude and severity, which has sometimes seemed to foreign states to invite and to provoke their aggression, peace has been preserved with all nations, order has been maintained, the laws have been respected and obeyed, and harmony has prevailed everywhere except in the theater of military conflict. While that theater has been greatly contracted by the advancing armies and navies of the Union, that's very powerful stuff, too. These are all easily available. You just write Thanksgiving proclamation in the search engine, then do one Washington, one Lincoln, and you got it. Now, therefore, this is back to Washington. Do I recommend and assign Thursday, the 26th of November next, to be devoted by the people of these states to the service of that great and glorious being who is the beneficent, Sean Beneficent? author of all the good that was, that is, or that will be. Ah, God, you say that today? A president says that today? Church and state! Church and state! Back in a moment. Beneficent. You are listening to the best of the Dennis Prager Show. Friends, I want to remind you, a gift of $25 will make Christmas very special for a boy or a girl with a parent in prison. That's what they're doing at Angel Tree. The banner is at my website. Please bless a child this Christmas with a parent in prison. Call 888-206-2801, 888-206-2801, Angel Tree banner at my website. Yes, indeed, it is Thanksgiving, and I give a lot of thanks. I really do. Gratitude is the most beautiful of the human con- the human traits in the human condition. So I love this holiday, and I broadcast live on it, and many of the other holidays. We don't do. We used to do a Christmas show, but then a moral dilemma confronted me. I am taking all of those who make the show possible away from their celebrations. So we don't do a show. You know what we used to do. 
we. I hate the royal we. I hate it. It's pompous. People think it's humble sounding, but it's pompous sounding. Can you imagine if you said to your friend, you know, your friend said, how are you? Well, we're feeling good today. I mean, wouldn't you sound like a pompous, you know what? So I don't know why politicians and we and, and others do we. In the, and I, even I lapse into it sometimes, we. I used to do a Christmas show when, when I was less moral a human being and uh, therefore did take people from their, their homes. <laughs> and uh, I devoted the show to if you, are, uh, if you have problems with God, Believing in God, call. And it was it was three terrific hours. Just terrific. Because I figured that folks who didn't who didn't have problems with God were doing something that day and might not call in. Anyway, anyway, it was very good, but we don't do that. Ah uh, well we that is we in that case we is appropriate because it takes more than I to run the show. It, it, uh, yeah, it does, folks. I mean, that's just a fact. I am merely, I am like the airline flight attendant, the current euphemism for stewardess. Would you rather be attended to by a stewardess or a flight attendant? Seriously, it's, not, it's an interesting question. But I won't get sidetracked because I love getting sidetracked. <laughs> that was funny, Sean. That was funny. In my headphones comes too late as if i already was i am the face of the airline right but behind me it's like i'm some i'm the flight attendant of the dennis prager show you get that all right let's return to earth (laughs) yes where's the pilot it's correct well the point of Thanksgiving is indeed to give thanks. I've made the case for even invoking God as Washington and Lincoln did in affirming Thanksgiving, even if you can't personally or don't or choose not to, which is what I believe it is for most atheists, it's a choice, uh, not to believe in God. But this country is founded on it, and it, there is no conflict between acknowledging that if we become a godless society, we're doomed, and your own atheism. You could say, look, I personally can't believe in God, but thank God most Americans do. That was a joke, because if an atheist says thank God, it seems to be flying in the face of his beliefs, but obviously it's a matter of speech. I'm going to go back to uh, Norm, however, in Detroit. Thanks for holding on, Norm. Not a problem. What are you doing, by the way? What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Right now, I'm actually at work. <laughs> why, why, what kind of nonsense? Why are you working? Um, I'm I'm operation manager for a security company, and one of the people called off today, so I had to come in. All right, what would you have been doing? What would you have been doing had you... I've been at, right now, at home with the family. So you're deprived of that because one of your colleagues couldn't show up at work? I mean, I'll I'll get there a little later. Oh, you will. Okay, I'm glad. Are you a Lions fan? Without a doubt. Are you watching the game? Yeah, I will be watching the game. Uh, and I was uh, your uh, your employer asked me to ask you. It was a sneaky, <laughs> sneaky question, and you passed. Norm, you're very fast, Norm. Anyway, to answer you in all seriousness, uh, 
you and I need to have a long dialogue, and I mean it. The uh, I found it so interesting that you said, for example, and I don't, I don't talk politics on the holidays generally, but I understand. You, yeah, no, I know you do, and I, but nevertheless, it's an important point you raised. So here you list a number of things where you have conservative values, and then you vote nevertheless for the non-conservative party. Correct. Right, and so it's hard for me to understand why one would do that. If if you really shared more values with Party A than Party B, why wouldn't you vote Party A even if they don't reach out to you? Let, let me let me. I, I'm, I, I'm, I believe in God, I believe in the Bible, and I believe in choice. Like in, in, in Genesis, when God says, I put before you, I put before you life and death, choose life. Right. With that being said, that says you the one have the choice. I have the choice, not, not anyone that's over me. I have the choice whether to choose life, whether to choose death. Now, as far as gay marriage goes, like things of that nature, gay marriage is, if, I think that should be up to the states, and if that state say, yeah, you you can get married, they can get married. All right, all right, without going into all the positions, because that only because okay. I want to okay. talk to as many people as possible. But I just right. I want to understand though what stops you from voting Republican? Because I don't feel the Republican Party wants me included with them. Actually, when when I when I think about when I think about things like. The, the the ID laws when they knew it was it would hurt African American voters make, lets me feel that you really don't want me because you believe you believe you can't stand on your own values to to sway me. All right, but the you. black vote has gone overwhelmingly uh, Democrat well before any voter ID laws I, were passed. I, I understand. That's that's my point there. But the black vote used to be Republican. Yeah, in yeah, in Lincoln's time. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, used to be. Yeah, when our when, yeah when when my grandfather was fleeing pogromists in Poland, and your grandfather was a slave somewhere in the South. You know, I mean, it, it, this is a long time ago. Well, what I'm what I'm saying is, if you if you, if you believe what you stand on is the right political um, view. Then you should go by that. Period. You shouldn't have to try to use any other thing. All right, but again, it, it all predates the, the the voter ID issue. Listen, I, I want you to call again, especially on you know Friday when we have open lines. It's been a joy, uh, Norman. Have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, let me just uh, let me say a couple of things. First, I was kidding about the uh, I wasn't kidding about blacks voting Republican after uh, after Lincoln, but uh, it. it proceeded well into the 20th century people if people knew more history they would know the republican party has been the friend of the blacks far more than the democratic party and that includes the civil rights era more republicans voted for civil rights legislation than democrats how how many people in america know that as for voter id laws i think it's it's almost humiliating to imply that that's anti-black everybody else in the country could manage a photo id but but poor blacks can't I mean, it, it's really, I think, and I know Norm didn't mean it, obviously, but I do think it's insulting to blacks, no matter who makes the claim. I, I, and, and I, the, one of the things that I, animates me particularly is dignity. 
That's why I never humiliate public figures on my show. I never humiliate callers. I, I'm a very big believer in human dignity. I'm passionate about it. And I think it is actually, it compromises blacks' dignity to imply that this is anti-black to ask people to have a photo ID to vote. I do. I, 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 I would happily be strapped to a lie detector. That is my primary feeling about this issue. Everybody could manage on everybody in, in the democracies of the world. Forget the United States. Virtually every country that has elections demands that you show who you are when you vote. And then to have me told, oh, in all the world, the blacks of Africa can manage a photo ID coming, coming in from infinitely greater poverty, infinitely greater hardship, from rural areas, major treks into a voting booth. They can manage a photo ID, but somebody in Detroit can't? This is, this is what, unfortunately, too much of, of leftism has done. It degrades black life that people buy this stuff. Everybody can manage a photo ID except blacks. What an insult. You're listening to The Dennis Prager Show. We have good reason to pause and remember the blessings that we share. We are thankful for the food. Thankful for the company, thankful for the things that we do. And Hello, my friends. It's Thanksgiving, and I'm Dennis Prager, trying to help make the day a, a, a bit more meaningful for you and for me, by the way, for me, too. I could have been sleeping, but it wouldn't have made the day more meaningful, more pleasant, perhaps, but pleasant and meaningful are not the same. And then after I do the show, I'm always grateful that I did, because as it says, those who sow in tears will reap in joy. No pain, no gain is the modern way of putting it. So it's, uh, it's very, that's why it's so important to ask when you make any decision, even as, as mundane one as this, do I take the day off or do I broadcast, right? It's a mund- mundane decision, essentially. You ask, how will I feel about the decision afterwards? If people did that about everything in their lives, they would almost always make the right decision. It's a fascinating, it's almost an, a, a foolproof method of making right decisions. How will I feel afterwards? Because you usually know. Not how do I feel now. Most, 99% of the time, people make decisions, how will I feel, how do I feel now? That's the worst possible thing you could uh, you could do. I mean, it applies to anything. I mean, just to give an example, uh, to a sex. Uh, you know, the hookup culture. Ask yourself, seriously, ask yourself, you're a college student. Ask yourself, how will I feel? Well, the guys, forget guys. I know how well, the guy's answer will be great. All right? I mean, it's, it's sad, but it's, it's usually true. But a girl, and ask, she should ask herself, and that's all I ask you for putting aside religion, morality, your, your values. Seriously, how will I feel tomorrow morning? That would be, a, a, and, and if you say, great, 
All right, then then you are, you have confronted the issue. Then the, then you know, there are other issues that might be involved, obviously, like uh, religious uh, practices, etc. And I and I honor that, but uh, it's it's worthy of doing, and, and that's what's applicable. If I just may say, in my own case here, I feel great after having done a holiday show, but when the alarm goes off, I want to stay in bed. It life is a battle between feelings and values. Actually, even here's a better one. Life is a battle between feelings and happiness. Because if you do what you feel like doing, you won't end up happy. That's the interesting thing. I'm not saying never. I mean, if you feel like Mexican food, uh, you know, I don't think there's a value that runs against it, right? I feel like, fine. Well, actually, my values say sushi. It's a little sick, okay? Or the other way around. I don't want to offend any Japanese or Mexican listeners. Yes, what now? How to soup prepare the meal with the turkey out of the house? That is a question just posed to me by Sean. Now, I don't mind if Sean intervenes in the middle of my talking on air. It's when he asks questions that make no sense. And then I have to deliberate on them and then take time from the show that I want to kill him. But I don't kill him because I ask myself, how will I feel afterwards if Sean is dead? And then I realize, no, I need him. I need. I want him dead, but I need him. So I, I rationally conclude not to kill him. Let's go to some more calls here. In Atlanta, Georgia, it is Brian. Hello, Brian. Dennis Prager. Uh, yes, Professor Prager. Thank you so much. I just wanted to say that... Uh, my gratitude goes so far beyond having ever been to college. You, you truly have uh, made it certainly this past four years that I've been listening. Such a pleasure, you and your staff, and obviously your guys' family. And it's just, it's just such a gift. And I'm so looking forward to Tuesday. I've even doing some research on um, on your trip to UGA. I'm going to drive from Midtown up to Atlanta. And I just want to thank well, you. Well, thank that. you. Good. So you'll be at my speech at the University of Georgia? Yes. And if I could just, um, I was going to tell a story about thankfulness, but if I could just say something since I finally have, and it is like Christmas to me to finally get on on air with you. I've tried for so long. but And that is Norm, your previous caller. I just wanted to say, as a gay man, I can't thank you enough for your advocacy and the sanctity of marriage. I truly believe that it is between a man and a woman, and we certainly, as a gay society, need to figure something else out. But I'm also disabled. I also am on EBT. I'm also in the door, and I also voted for Romney. And um, I, I, and that is because of, of my values. And, and it goes back to feelings controlling my behavior or my does my behavior control my feelings. I just can't thank you enough. And as a matter of fact, I'm on catastrophic coverage. That $700 a month that I get every every month and the $200 I have to pay in rent, I finally hit catastrophic coverage. My medications run me about $6,000 a month. And that's the problem. But uh, maybe one day we can all figure that one out. And, yeah, and, and that would be a great thing. Well, listen, I am very touched by your call, obviously. I, I really do wish that all the gay listeners to this show who have called to say similar things, I could, you know, rent the Rose Bowl 
because uh, it would take something like that to have you uh, show that there isn't one voice for all gays. It's a very unhealthy thing anyway. I like this, you know, gay spokesman. It's a, it, there's a, it's a somewhat totalitarian imagery that I get whenever I hear black spokesman, gay spokesman. What does that mean? You, you speak for all gays or what, 62.3% of gays? You know, are there, are there heterosexual spokesmen? Are there white spokesmen? Are there, for that matter, Hispanic spokesmen? Why are there black spokesmen? It's, it's not a healthy trend uh, in, uh, in society. And, uh, Brian, uh, I, I just hope uh, whatever afflicts you uh, physically will be ameliorated in this coming year. Thank you very much for your call. I don't see any problem in a gay saying, I, want, uh, I, I absolutely want to be regarded as every bit as created in God's image as everybody else, which indeed every gay should be. And I also would like to have protections for a relationship that I would form. That someone on the most human level cannot visit me in a hospital just because I'm not heterosexual. That's just wrong. But that doesn't mean I want to redefine the most central institution in the history of humanity, marriage. I see no reason why a gay person could not say that. You are listening to the Dennis Prager Show on Thanksgiving Day. I want to read to you again before the time flies beyond us what Washington said in proclaiming this Thanksgiving. You are listening to the Dennis Prager Show. uh, During the break, Sean explained to me the semi-joke that he uh, offered during the previous segment. How does my wife prepare the meal with the turkey out of the house? I was... I missed the fact that I'm the turkey. Let me just say something here. First of all, uh, how many people have you called a turkey in the last year? Exactly. So it's not a common use of the term. You are listening to the Dennis Prager Show. We don't call a turkey day here. I've already made the case against that because the whole point of the day is to remember that it's forgiving thanks. And I've analyzed the question of what if you don't have a God that you believe in to give thanks to? I still think you ought to. But if you can't, it is still worth being thankful even if there is no direct recipient. By the way, Sean, my wife wants you to know that she LOL'd immediately. She got it. Now, that's a bad sign if my wife got it and found it funny and it sailed right over me. <laughs> you know, what I have to endure. Uh, you know, it's, it's really, uh, it's Job-like. What I what I endure here it is. When I'm on, right, let's continue. Thanksgiving proclamation of Washington. You should print it uh, from your computers. Just get it off the web anywhere. Just write Thanksgiving proclamation Washington. 
Whereas it, 1789, it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God. What if a, what if a president said that today? Just that line. Especially a Republican. Can you imagine the, the, the calls of, uh, of anger, the expressions of anger, violating the separation of church and state and so on? It, it's, it's truly a down, downward spiral we are in. This was meant to be a God-based society, and if you're an, in, if you're an honest atheist, you can acknowledge that. You can say, I don't believe in it, but it was founded to be a God-based society. And it was. And we are, uh, are going to become like Western Europe, and it, which is a soulless place if you visit it. It is. I've been to every European country, virtually everyone. I have not been to Slovenia and Albania. I think that's it. Is Bosnia and Herzegovina now an independent country? So that's another one. Bosnia, I haven't been to Bosnia and Herzegovina, Albania, and Slovenia. Why did I know? They add, I've been to Croatia. I have been. Kosovo is now an independent country as well? You sure? Oh, yeah, you dated Miss Kosovo. I remember that. I'll never forget that. That's the only reason you know, though. Let us go. Let's continue here. And uh, let's go to Phoenix and Dale. Hello, Dale. Dennis Prager. Hi, Dennis. It's, I'm thankful so much to be on your show. Thank you, sir. I disagreed with your point earlier that you said rather than saying we, you should say I. But truly, you're the facilitator that brings uh, all the voices together. In Proverbs, it talks about there's wisdom in many uh, counselors. You bring those counselors together and facilitate this. Therefore, you're together as a team with the callers. So when you have a show, it truly is a we event. Right. There's some truth to that, but it's a, a sort of a false modesty for any talk show host to claim that the show is we, meaning the listeners and, and he. Because if he's just a facilitator, then anybody would do this job. So you, it's obviously, it, it, and the truth is, Dale, because uh, uh, I just think it's worth saying the truth always, people tune in primarily to hear the host. That's, that's the truth. Having said that, I have probably said literally a thousand times, the amount that I have learned from you, my listeners, is astounding. I, I actually quote listeners in speeches and in, even in my book my latest book. There's no question about that. Your emails as well, but but on the air. Having said all that, people tune in for the host. Nobody says, gee, I got to hear the callers on so-and-so's show. Nevertheless, you are an extremely important part of the show. Both, they're both truths. We'll be back in a moment. Well, believe it or not, we're at the last segment of the last hour. It doesn't it go fast? Isn't it nice? So, Sean, are you happy you came in? I are, are you thankful? Are you grateful? You know what I sound like? A Soviet inquisitor. 
Are you grateful for prison comrade McConnell? I just because you came in today, play the McConnell song for everybody. Go ahead. Now, that's the only thanks he gets. That's the amazing thing. He doesn't get a nickel. You get gas? Are they at least giving turkey again? Have they, has, has the, uh, they have? That's very nice. Good, good. I'm very grateful to you. I, I mean, I'm grateful to all of you for listening. I love this country. It has the finest value system ever created for a society to work by. Liberty in God we trust, e pluribus unum. No other country has what I call the American Trinity. I spell that out in my book, Think a Second Time. And in videos and elsewhere, it is the passion of my life to make that known. I agree with George Washington, who in his Thanksgiving proclamation of 1789 began by saying, It is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God, to obey his will, to be grateful for his benefits, and humbly to implore his protection and favor. The duty of all nations, that would be called today American imperialism, that would be called arrogance, that would be called derogatorily American exceptionalism, and that would of course be called a violation of the separation of church and state. Other than that, it would be very well received. That is the difference between 1789 and the 21st century. And it's not an improvement, my friends. It is not. So I hope you will be able to join with people today. It's not a bad idea to bring this proclamation. It's so easily found on the Internet. And just read that opening sentence. That's all. And just say, you know what? Nobody has to subscribe to it, but... It would be an interesting thing for us to discuss it. How do you react to what George Washington said in proclaiming America's first Thanksgiving? Not Americans, America, America's. It's worth main, making the meal meaningful and the day meaningful. That's why I was here. It is an honor to be with you. I'm Dennis Prager. Happy, meaningful Thanksgiving to you all. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Lots of channels. Nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel. Straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525.